feeling like a million since I got you living in. We all are pieces of a whole with different feelings to evoke. Giving distinction to the role, different players, different strokes. But let me tell you about one thing Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 9.09. Mike Rayleigh here along with Rufus Edmonston. And Pam Beck is with us this morning. And uh, we're so glad to, to have you, Miss Pam. We usually can get you on before Christmas, and you can talk about Christmas plants. And maybe we'll let you do that at some point because we're still in Christmas We're season. still in those 12 days after. Yeah, yeah, so we'll do that whenever you want to do it. Um, but we need to uh, head out to the State Farmer's Market on this <clears throat> New Year's Eve. How you doing, Miss Monica? Great. Hope you guys are. Yeah, I, I think so. I just had to, I had to walk to get some magazines for, for Miss uh, Beck here, he, who's going to take them. Where are you going to speak? I'm going to be speaking on the 28th of January in uh, Greenville, yeah. North Carolina. Beautiful town. We have listeners down that way, I believe. Don't we, Rufus? Oh, we We've certainly had people do. Call yeah, from there, and I know you've you've been down and lectured and talked and all kinds of stuff. Our uh, wonderful friend Henry. Uh, yes, certainly Henry Hinton. The Hen. The Hen is uh, uh, a big radio star down there, and uh, people know him all over the state because he used to be the color commentator on the Tar Heel network many years ago and a member of the board of governors and all kinds of things but uh yeah so a, a lot of great people in that that part of the state and uh so that's uh the date is is when uh it'll be january 28th and it'll be in the morning i think the lecture starts about 10 o'clock and it is a uh a lecture to support the pitt county arboretum that's supported by the master gardeners and the cooperative extension Office. Wonderful. Yeah, that's great. Uh, the, there are several arboretums. I know there's one in in Wilmington at the Extension New Hanover. Yes. It's fabulous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we wish them luck, and they are smart to get Miss Pam to help them. Thank you. So we went down and got uh, a box of books for out of our van, and uh, it's very steep stairs, and so I feel like I... Well, I want to know this, Mike. Why did you carry him back up the stairs? <laughs> Why didn't you just what? transfer them from the van to her car? Well, I don't, I don't know. He didn't have no, the keys. That, that's he didn't that's, have the that's keys. why you're a lawyer and I'm a broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, I hope you don't have to tote these around down there. At the State I would Farmers never Market. make. I would never make Monica. She, she she would be smart, and she's got a golf cart out there or a truck. That's what we, we do have to carry them around sometimes. Those little boxes are a little heavy. They are. They're, they just mm. yeah. It'll take me a while to recover here. It's been a rough week anyway. You know how holidays are. As the saying goes, work smarter, not harder. I guess. Well, yeah. Oh, if I could work smarter. Uh. No telling what I could have done. Well, I won't ask Aunt Monica a question. Uh-huh. Monica, what dessert did you make for Christmas Day dinner? 
I did pecan pies. Ah. Yep. Yep. And she said pecan. She I did. did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've changed my ways on that. <laughs> but now up home, it was pecan. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You like pecan pies, don't you? I certainly do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's that one that you do a little chocolate in? the? Uh, I did that this year. Uh, I, I melted some chocolate on the bottom of the um, the pie crust before I put the topping oh, on it. Oh, my. Yeah, we had some from somewhere this week. Uh, not this week, but uh, maybe oh last week or the week before. Um, the Angus part doesn't do it that way. They have the chest pie, and then they have a pecan pie. The, the, two, the two don't meet. Well, sometime you're going to need to try the bourbon chocolate pecan pie. Is that a Georgia thing? Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> How much bourbon is in it? I think it's a Beck thing. <laughs> no, it's not a Beck thing because I don't drink, but <laughs> but it is awfully good. Yes, it is. All right. Where do they serve that? Um, well, it would it would have to be homemade. Homemade. But I'll, I'll okay. get you the recipe it's if you a, want it. Not no. a restaurant no, or anything. Yeah, no. Well, Ms. Monica, I'm, I'm uh, sure that you had uh, a wonderful Christmas. I hope you did. I did. I did. Um, good to kind of slow down a little bit and spend time with family and friends and um, just flies by too quick. It seems like everything gets here and hurry up and it just flies right on by. It really seems hard to realize that a whole other year has passed by already. I know. Yeah, and Miss Maggie's... Maggie's getting to be quite a young lady now. Yes, she she's starting college yet. Oh my goodness! Well, in her mind, she probably has. But <laughs> <laughs> she's fifth grade. Fifth grade. Oh my goodness! Yes, she is. Um, she, Maggie and a half, I guess. She to say is. It. Easy. Oh me! Are you, the only, are you the only one out there today, Monica? Um, well, in our office, I am. There's some vendors, too. <laughs> I do have some vendors, yes. I just went down and checked on them a few minutes ago. Everybody's getting set up. It's kind of foggy, been really foggy and a little bit. Yeah, uh, up this morning, but, um, grab your jacket and come on out. We've got a lot of folks setting up down there. And I know every, with the New Year's tradition, everybody wants those collards, and we mm-hmm. have them. So come on out and get those collards. You can stop by and get um your ham hock or whatever you like to use to season the collards. We have some different meat vendors um, through the farmer's area as well as in our market shops. And, of course, the Hunter Pork Center is here as well. And um, up in the market shops, I'm pretty sure you can even find some black eyed peas. Um, <laughs> and North Carolina wines, we have wine tasting going on in our market shops today, so you can grab that as well. And, of course, sweet potatoes, apples, um, there's beets, there's turnip greens, mustard greens, spinach, kale, all those oh, kale. Um, that go along with our, our cool season crops that we have here in North Carolina. Rufus, you were in a, <clears throat> quite a con- quandary last week because the, the restaurants were not open at the farmer's market. Yeah, on, we, on well, I, I was looking to go by and, on Christmas Eve and, and get the, the Rufus dog, and Monica <clears throat> told me that, they were all closed. and No, uh, Belly did, and then Belly told you that the other two restaurants are not going to be open either. Right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, this weekend that we have a little difference there. Um, both our seafood restaurant and the State Farmers Market restaurant are open normal hours today Good. and tomorrow. Um, the Market Grill, though, they're still taking a little hiatus. They're still <laughs> closed. Um, oh. They'll be back next week. 
Uh, so oh, well. I still have to hold off on that Rufus dog a few days. He'll have yeah. to make up for it and come out every day once they open back up, I guess. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> now, what else is closed in the market shop this week? Um, pretty much everyone in there is open. There's a oh. couple bit, like the bakery is closed. They're taking a couple weeks off. Oh, no. Yeah, but they'll be reopening. I believe they, the bakery itself plans to reopen on the 9th. Um, so they're taking a, they usually take a little family vacation, I believe. Well, I don't blame them. They have to work the hard. Holidays and they work so hard through Thanksgiving and Christmas, filling all those orders and baking for everyone. So, um, they take a little bit of a break right after Christmas and, uh, pretty much everybody else in there is open. There are a couple that are closed today. Um, tomorrow there will be more of the, the individual, um, farmers and vendors in the market shops that are closed. But our restaurants will still be open tomorrow. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So if you're not able to cook your own New Year's meal with the collards and black-eyed peas, you can come out to the State Farmer's Market Restaurant, and I know that they'll have one probably complete with the fat back if you if you want mm-hmm. to add that to it as well. And mm-hmm. the biscuits and the um, molasses, they'll have it all fixed up for you, and you can just come out and get it all at one place and bring the family out and enjoy a, a good home-cooked meal. Now, the hunt is closed. They're open today. Oh, they open today. Okay. They reopened this week. Wonderful. So, so we need yeah, some fat back. So everybody can come get exactly what they need for <laughs> New Year's. They did reopen. I'm glad to hear that. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll make do with, with whatever is, is, uh, is there. I rode past, going to Asheville, rode past the Greensboro Farmer's Market and to the horn. Uh-huh. I didn't have time to stop, but... Uh, this uh, market in Raleigh is just—it's just so great. It, it's one of the best in the nation. <clears throat> one, well, definitely one of the best in the nation. We hear that all over the place, and actually, I ran into some folks yesterday that were out on the market that were visiting from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! And they were so—they were just so tickled to be here, and you could tell they were just so excited and um, just overwhelmed by seeing yeah. the market and. You know, we get visitors here from all over the world, and we hear all the time, we wish we had something like this where we live. So um, we were very blessed to have a market like this in our area in North Carolina. And not only ours, like you mentioned, we have the other ones spread out across the state, in mm-hmm. Greensboro, Charlotte, and Asheville. So um, if you're not right here in the Raleigh area, find one of the other state markets and go visit it or one of the little community markets. Um, we have a lot of little farmers markets popped up all over the the state. Um, so that our farmers are all, you know, supporting and working hard to get all their products there throughout the year. So support all of our farmers. You know, buy local, and um, I know they appreciate every single customer that they get throughout the year. What about three, two, one coffee? They are open. They were closed last week because. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were looking for some good coffee beans, so maybe we'll try to get some today. Yes, to my knowledge, they are open today, um, and I may have to verify that. And I'll tell you what, I'll, ta- I'll check on that when I hang up, because I've got a, a little note here that they were questioning whether they were going to open today or not. Oh, okay. And I didn't get a chance to walk through there before I got took your calls, so mm-hmm. I will check on that, and i tell you what, I will text you once I find out. Fine, that is fine. Yes. So there are a lot. Of, uh, there's uh, firewood, although we we've needed it. Uh, we certainly needed it last weekend. Uh, less so this weekend, but it is available. I'm sure. It is. Um, you know, 
with North Carolina weather, you just never know when you're going to need firewood. So it's a good thing to be stocked up on. So come out and get it. We do have um, a great selection of firewood. You can buy it by the load. You can buy just by the piece if you need just a small quantity or by the stack. And some of the vendors do offer delivery. So check on that. And um, just a wonderful selection throughout the market. We have some other special products down there today. I saw some beautiful cut flowers. Uh, We have hummus. We have um, apple cider. There's some folks that are doing um, ginger nutritional drinks that are here on the market now. That's all natural. And you need to stop by and they can tell you all about what they are offering. Um, That's one of our new guest vendors that we've been having a few weekends now. Um, They're actually set up down in the Farmer's Building today. So stop by and see what they have to offer. And we do have those wonderful tunnel-grown strawberries and even blueberries. Oh, how about that? In addition to all the great, you know, delicious varieties of apples that we have right now, we have cookies, um, pecans, a few other baked goods spread throughout the market, and again, those meats and cheeses. And if you're looking something just to grab, just maybe take to a a New Year's Eve party tonight, you can grab some of the other little... um, Finger foods, there's fudge, there's candies, all sorts of things up in the market shops that you can grab and just take with you. Cheeses and uh, wine, of course. Yes, the cheese and wine would be delicious. Um, there's cakes, pies, and just a lot. Just cheese straws in there. I don't know if you've ever tried any of the cheese straws that some of the vendors have in there, and they're, they're delicious. Even cheese curds. That's probably something that Rufus would grab to take to a party, right? Oh, He's I, the king of the cheese curds. I had cheese curds yesterday. Yeah. I certainly do. Are they one of your clients, the cheese curds? Well, they, they should be. <laughs> uh, we'll have I to highly recommend for, for snacks Ash County cheese curds. And most <laughs> people don't. They have no idea what I'm saying. And they, I've had a couple who have tried it and said, boy, we love those for snacks. And they're they're just handy. You don't have to do slicing. Uh, great snack. They are, and as we always say, you can you know the Moravian cookies. That's mm. something else. There's so many wonderful North Carolina products in there that you can just grab and go with. And I don't know if you've ever had the Moravian cookies, but they're delicious. Um, if you're grilling out, there's all sorts of barbecue sauces, and um, you can make. You know, the pepper jelly that a lot of people do with the cream cheese, that's another favorite. There's a lot of dip mixes that you can make a cheese ball or maybe a fruit dip um, that you can grab in there as well. Just something quick and easy. And um, any of our folks in our market shops will be glad to help you find just what you need. And I have just pulled up on the camera. I forget that I have this wonderful resource um, right at my fingertips. And 321 Coffee is open because I see a, a line forming down there this morning. <laughs> oh, I bet there is a line. Well, yes. I better behave myself when I'm in that area then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should anyway. You should. should uh, <laughs> can, can you at detect, least most of the time. Can you could detect lips moving? <laughs> <laughs> Are they talking about you, Monica? I, I, well, I can't hear them, but I can't see them. <laughs> uh, big sister's watching you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and the thing is, like I say, I forget that I can just pull that right up and see see if they're down there. So, well, check the uh, check. Move your camera over to the wholesale area and see if they have boxes of tangerines because we bought some a couple of weeks ago and they're just fabulous Mm. now the the uh the skin is you know it's not they're not as easy to peel but Uh once you get them open 
they taste exactly like a tangerine is supposed to be. They're well, not good. Good, yes. And they're I, not the mandarin oranges. They're mm-hmm. the tangerines. So. Yeah, and I'm sure they do have some down there. Um, there's, you know, and if anybody's never been to our trucker shed, that's an area that's kind of down below the seafood restaurant. You can go in there and buy in bulk. You can buy, like you've mentioned, boxes of oranges and um, just any anything you can imagine, really, any kind of fruit and vegetable. Um, they do have local product from time to time um, as well, but they do ship in a lot of products that aren't available here in North Carolina that you can find. I even see sugar cane down there um, a lot. You can buy that by the bunch or by the piece and then see a little bit of everything, mangoes and your um, avocados, and you can find all that down there in addition to um, Bananas is another big thing you can always find there if you're looking to buy in bulk for a particular event or maybe you're doing a giveaway and doing fruit baskets or something like that. You can get exactly what you need through there. And, again, you can buy it in larger quantities. Well, Monica, when you get a a sugar cane stalk, what are you supposed to do with it? Take a hammer and beat it or suck on it or what? Yeah, you peel it back. And honestly, I don't have that much experience with using sugar cane myself, but I know a lot of people use it for for their sweeteners. Um, And that's something I need to educate myself on and use it a little bit more because I get asked that question a lot, but I've just never been, I've never used it myself. But you, I think you kind of peel it back and then the inside you chew. Yeah. It's good. Well, Ms. Monica, we we'll always uh, enjoy talking to you. I hope you have a uh, happy new year. And you too. And I don't want to forget our folks over at the craft shed. There are a few of those that are still here and open um, during the winter months. Some of the homemade baskets, our custom engraving um, stonework folks. I tell you. They are going to be changing up a little bit. They're not going to be here on a regular basis now, but they'll be coming back from time to time, taking special orders. So if you need anything special from them, stop by and see them, um, or you can look them up on their website as far as the custom custom stonework. They do very good work. They do. Um, But then some of our other specialty food products down through there are here on a regular basis, as well as those baskets, if you've never seen those beautiful baskets that Sunrise Baskets make, stop mine. That's Gary Calder, out. isn't it? It is. Yeah. Sure I, is. I used to work with Gary at Homewood Nursery. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. him and Miss Sybil, they do a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. And um, Those baskets are really beautiful, and they do them different colors um, that you can use them for a, maybe a special gift, fill it up with some wonderful North Carolina products, and, and give that to anyone. I think that would make a, a great gift for for any occasion. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Monica. Thank you, guys. We'll t- talk happy to you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener on WPTF, and there's New Year's Eve. to midnight one minute to go one minute to say goodbye before we say hello 
Let's start the new year right Twelve o'clock tonight When they dim the light Let's begin They're bingos. Yeah, Bing Crosby on this uh, Christmas Eve. Huh? A little bit of that. We're playing a little Christmas Eve stuff. Uh, kind of here and there. New Year's Eve. That's right. It's, it's new. I, I'm mixed up. I, I didn't work last week. I... I worked last Saturday, but not uh, yeah. It's, it's New Year's Eve. Forgive me, for I, I truly do not know what I did, what I say or or do. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. By the way, the uh, the great Don Curtis, uh, Carolina newsmakers on Sunday this week. It will be John Hood as the guest. He's the president of the John William Pope Foundation. And uh, you can hear previous shows on WPTF.com by downloading the WPTF app or by searching Carolina Newsmakers on your favorite streaming app. All right. And uh, you can find the, the Weekend Gardener on, uh, on podcasts, uh, of Apple or Google or whatever you'd like. Yeah, John is a fine man. I served with, with him for years on NC Spin. Yeah. That's and right. uh, just a very pleasant Smart guy. person. Uh, an artist, by the way, he's he tap dancing. Uh, he, very, very he, musical. He, he he did something this year in ballet. Yeah, and I saw John somewhere, and he said, "I have to go." He was a, he came I'm, by one of our remotes. I'm getting ready to go to ballet. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Well, you're talking about exercise. Ooh. You want to get in shape? Good gracious. Mm. But uh, yeah, very musical guy, e- eclectic uh, taste. He 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 knows a lot about a lot of things. Well, it's just like one of these sayings that I've copied down over the years. It's never too late to have a happy childhood, but the second one is up to you and no one else. So there you go, John. Have your, your second childhood. And don't wait until you're uh, 90 years old to wear purple. I, I remember somebody telling me that up in the mountains. Said, wear, it, wear it all the time. They do down in Greenville. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah, hundred years old on down. That's, they certainly do. I, well, I agree. I, that's a purple's a good color. Uh, I'm not sure why they thought pro, what, why uh, well, purple. Well, he, he just thought that was eccentric. Yeah. Oh, start being eccentric earlier. Yeah. 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 That's right. What does uh, what does Cliff Joyner have to say today? Well, let me tell you about old Cliff here. This will be the last time for that book for, for this book. The 2022 Cliff Joyner, C-F-P-A-A-M-S, whatever that means, Cliff. But the saying today is by Walter Cronkite, probably the greatest announcer that's ever been in America. I'm sure that you adored him, Mike. Yes, indeed. He said, I can't imagine a person becoming a success who doesn't give the game of life everything he's got. And he did. Yes, Bob Schieffer said they were riding in London in a cab one time, Cronkite and Schieffer, and uh, there was a traffic jam. And Cronkite got out of the cab to go over and find out what was going on and started asking questions and, and covering the, the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a terrorist act or something. You know, he got, yeah. out, of, he got out of the car and, and checked it out. He was always working, always yeah. giving it uh, 100%. Yeah, I recall uh, last night I was watching uh, – uh, Dateline, and all of a sudden it came on that Barbara Walters had died, and uh, she was a great, great leader. Uh, always enjoyed her 
pithy tongue, but they wouldn't let me know what happened on Dateline. They, they went on for 45 minutes. Mm. So anyway, I'm sorry about Barbara Walters, but I wanted to know what happened on Dateline because it, <laughs> it was a terrible murder. Oh, oh. You watch soap operas too? <laughs> well, I like, I like 2020 and I like Dateline. Uh-huh. And that's always on Friday night. Right. Uh, that's school night. My school night. <laughs> And Linda says you don't you you need to go to bed on school nights. Well, you uh, got to get up early. Yeah, you got to get up early and go to work. No parties. I said it's no no work to me because I I love being here with people. It like is me. no work. It really isn't. I'm sure that my bosses over the years wished we worked in here, but uh, we're not working. So that's good. It's nice. It's not what I do during the week is work. Yeah, but this is not. You were talking a while ago. Asked Pam what to do. One one thing I'm going to do this yeah, afternoon but, uh, is you need to, you need the time now. No, no, go I, ahead. I, I, I go around and look for dead limbs and things in trees. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, they're all over the place. This is a good time to do it. Yes, and and to get them out of there, and and to thin some things up. I, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's uh, you you'd be amazed how many intruders I call them. I, I look around all the time and I see something that's not supposed to be coming out in, in where that chameleon is. And mm-hmm. you get down there and search on it, and it, it's an intruder. Mm-hmm. Get them out of there. Right. And so this is a good time to do that. And, of course, putting leaves all over everything. Now, I I cut back some things. I, I don't cut back lantana because I've been, I've been told it can freeze, your, freeze it out. But I, I go ahead and cut back uh, other things because I – I get tired of seeing them stand there. What do you do with stems, though, Rufus, once you cut some of these things? Because a lot of overwintering uh, native bees and insects will be burrowed down in those hollow stems overwintering. So what do you do with that debris? Do you put it aside in the woods? No, I put it it down in the woods. Good. Okay. That gives them a chance. Yeah. Okay. I saw some bees yesterday. I saw a beehive at the Museum of Life and Science in Durham. We were in the area where you had, they have insects, and uh, there was a there was a beehive, and you could see them working. And it's the most amazing thing to we, watch them work like that. Yeah, we had bees on our loquat, and um, which is in flower in the winter, and also some of the camellias. Wonderful, had bees, just because mm. it was warm enough this weekend. Yeah, especially that that real olive. T. Olive, the, mm-hmm, the real one. The real one. They were buzzing on that yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's that? What's the name of that real, real well, T. Olive? Well, there's, um, there's the Osmanthus fragrance, uh, fragrantissima, and then there's also there's the the winter sweet honeysuckle is in bloom no, right I'm, now, I'm too. I'm talking about the one you make tea out of. Oh, oh the, the Camellia sinensis. Yes, that's yes, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, you, yours is flowering? No, but they okay. still they were still buzzing. You know, I had I had a lot of flowers on mine. I have one plant, a yeah. sinensis. It's grown plant. huge. It's uh, yeah. now about twelve feet tall. And yeah. have you ever made any tea from that, Pam? I have not. Um, I've got a recipe for it. Uh, thanks to um, Camellia Forest Nursery in their catalog every year, they would give you instructions about how to make the different types of teas, and you can make some without roasting the leaves or anything like that. But um, no, I I always miss that that prime time to pick those two little new tea leaves that you have to pick right out of the center of each one of those growing tips mm. and um if you too wait too long for me I'm not, yeah. i love to, i'm drinking tea right now well, but you I, know they can train monkeys to do it but you know it's just they can train <laughs> monkeys to host <laughs> this show too oh, but, my uh, goodness. 
but but it's getting around to it. In fact, I, I I was talking to a couple of lemurs over there that that could come step in if I retired. No the lemurs. There's a whole a whole bunch of them over there. We're broadcasting. Yeah, no. I mean, they were the most amazing animals. <laughs> no. Sure. Well, I took I took the hips of, of some of those that particular camellia uh-huh. one time and thought, well, I'll I'll try some that way. wasn't much at it. Oh, the the uh, the seed pods. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's usually used for cooking oils and stuff oh, like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't very much tea. It wouldn't poison you, but you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. You are listening to the Weekend Gardener on WPTF. Stroke of midnight on that great holiday. Gonna have a ball, and that ain't all. Gonna chase the blues away. I'll be bringing in a brand new year. Bringing in a brand new year. Gonna have a dance, take a chance of romance. While bringing in a brand new year. <laughs> We are indeed. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. That's uh, Charles Brown. Right? Yeah. Bringing in a brand new year. Uh, you're listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF 919-860-9783. Uh, King's Auto Service. Uh, Rufus was talking about uh, hot, a hot dog place that's near King's Auto Service. I don't know if he was talking about that on the air or not. But uh, at any rate, yeah, over on West Street. King's Auto Service has been in business for a lot of years. And, uh, you know, your car, uh, uh, the hybrids, it doesn't matter what you have. Uh, You've got to take care of them. There's some that are more reliable than the others, and and you've still got to take care of them. got to get the oil change on time and so forth. Well, the best people to do that, the folks at King's Auto Service, they are so well-trained. Uh, your your belts, your hoses, any any part of your car, get them to check the tires, get them to check the air conditioning system. You've got to have you've got to run the air conditioning system to keep um, on a morning like this. You probably had to defog and uh, need to check a lot of things like the catalytic converter that might be missing. I don't know, is it missing? The catalytic converters are being stolen here and there you may have heard about that well they have a uh, product called the cat shield at king's that they can install over these uh, catalytic converters to protect them and i know the toyota prius is is one of the cars that's kind of um, a problem with these uh, that apparently very easy to steal so you want to uh, make sure that your car is protected in a lot of different ways and they can help you at King's Auto Service. They have hybrid, certified hybrid technicians at King's Auto Service. They do it all at King's Auto Service. They take care of your vehicle. Uh, call them on Monday, King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. They're in downtown Raleigh. They, they uh, will change your oil quickly, too. Raleigh is most reliable auto care since 1946 at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh. 
919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. It's funny, Jason, I see lines blinking on the phone, but I don't see any I don't see anything yeah, on our up is going to be Major Dave. Oh, okay, great. I don't see it on the uh, I don't see it on this software here though. We're I'm not sure why. I'll have to Yeah, we'll uh, I'll line. get rid of this and we'll start all over again, maybe. Uh, now I see it. We were uh, I was doing something I know Mr. Venters who was president of Durham Life Broadcasting that owned WPTF for uh, many years used to say, don't talk about behind-the-scenes stuff on the air, and I just did. Uh, forgive me, Mr. Venters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that applies to politics, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Making sausage. Yeah. All right, Major Dave, good gracious. How are you today, my friend? Am I on the line? You yes, are on sir. the line. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. I just wanted to call and say Happy New Year. I, I do have a gardening question. Well, I'll go ahead and get to that first. All right. I had the very fortune to have the power company crews coming by, cleaning limbs off the lines. And I told the guy with the chipper setter truck, if you need to dump a load of mulch, here's a spot over here in my yard. Well, I now have about 15 cubic yards of nice shredded hardwood. And it's been there since the summer. It's breaking down. But I wanted to get some advice on how long it actually takes mulch like that to break down and be beneficial in the garden. I mean, should I spread it out and turn it under now? Will it have decayed enough by the spring to do me any good? I'm just curious on how to proceed. Yeah, the um, the the exterior of that pile where it has had rain and wind and sunlight on it, that has probably started decomposing. But the yep. interior of that that's been dry, it is it is going to still be too hot to put on your on your landscape, unless you're using it for paths. Now, if you're using it for an area where you want to kill something, it'll rob all the nutrients from anything in there, and it's great for paths. Um, but if you you can take off that exterior level, that has started breaking down some, and use that pretty safely. Uh, you may need to incorporate a little bit of, of fertilizer in with it, uh, mm. just in case it is too too um, too you know strong right now. I guess is a good right. way of putting it. But um, you, the more you can turn it and make sure that all of it gets air, light, and water, the faster it will break down. But that's a lot with fifty cubic yards, Dave. Well, I invested in a Kubota tractor last Oh, year. I've seen that on Facebook. It's, it's a nice oh, one. Oh, <laughs> well, then I'm not going <laughs> to tell you how to flip your mulch pile. <laughs> well, Good gracious. Well, to that story because now I have a Kubota RTV with a, uh, a dump bed on the back. Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh. I up my mulch and drive it across. we got two and a half acres here, so hauling it by the wheelbarrow gets old very fast. Yes, yes it does. indeed. Yes, it does. Oh, so that's a great investment. Tractor and load it into the uh, Kubota and drive it down to the lower yard where the garden is and spread it around and do what we need to do. That's awesome. We, we've been very fortunate this year. Well, well now, how, was, how was your tomato crop this year, Major? It was very, It was very poorly. I will say one good thing. I did not see the first hornworm all year. Ah, I wonder why. Yeah. You didn't have any tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> what about the deer? Did they? Uh, did the deer destroy anything? 
No, this year the raccoons got to it. Uh, uh-huh. picked up a, a batch of raccoons coming through. Wow. And uh, the um, some deer, I have these big four-by-eight-foot lattice panels up for my green beans to grow up, and something very large ran right through one of those panels mm-hmm. and shattered it. Mm-hmm. That wasn't wind, so. Yeah, they'll do it. That. They'll do it, especially if they're spooked. Um, they'll run and, and break a fence. They'll break lattice, yeah. yeah. I asked. I asked the question, though, about the mulch because uh, back in October, I had a bad fall. I've got a compression fracture, my mm. L1 vertebra, and mm. it's keeping me from doing a lot of gardening work, and I'm just hoping. It seems to be healing nicely, but I hope I'll be ready for the garden season come March or so Yeah, start putting my seeds in the trade. Oh, that'd be great. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. Give, you give yourself another couple of months, then. How about if we just tell you that? Just just you yeah, forget yeah. that mulch pile for at least two more months. How about that? Exactly. <laughs> And Rufus, I'm sorry I'm going to miss your uh, event down at the History Museum about Watergate. Oh, yeah. I was hoping you could get here, Major. Well, <clears throat> I, I, I will do my best. <laughs> I will do my best to try to be there because that's something. I, would, I hope it will be videoed and recorded so if nothing else, I can watch it later. I, I would assume that the John Locke Foundation will do that. You 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 would have a lot of friends there that you know. Yeah, yeah. And of our group and uh, – I think I think you might get some of the the garden folks there. I don't know. Well, I hope that so. Hope that works in into well, the conversation. I enjoyed your book, but I know you've got a great story to tell, and anybody who goes will certainly be worth their time. Well, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the book. Uh, I I think it's about time for another one. But I had a somebody the other day said they read my book. And they enjoyed the growing up part of me growing up in the mountains better than the Watergate part. I never, I never dreamed that. Mm. So that that was a compliment to me because that's the, that's the part I enjoyed about it. Yeah, talking about that's your mama. Yeah, talking about daddy. mama. That, that is the beauty of it. There's something in that book for everybody. Mm, it is tr- very, very true, mm-hmm. including the weekend gardener. Exactly. Well, I miss all you guys, but th- again, thanks for all you do. I love having this little touch of home every every chance I get. Well, we we'll always Great. love hearing from you, Major Dave. Thank you very much. Y'all take care. Happy Great. You too. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Bye bye. All right, uh, Steve. We got a couple of minutes before the news. Yeah, I just want to wish you guys a Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you, my friend. Yeah, and today is my wife and I's forty uh, ninth anniversary. Well, let me give you a round of applause. Yeah. Great. Congratulations. We're working on it. Yeah, 49 years. Uh, Yeah, we just said, (laughs) uh, I was on hold for 20 minutes, and then you went to Monica, and then I got on. You know, we we must be having some problems. Yeah, well. I've been on hold for 40 minutes here, too, so (laughs) this has been a patient Day. Yeah, life is life is not fair. I think John Kennedy said that. <laughs> well, I didn't. I apologize because I didn't. Our software was not working apparently, oh. and I didn't. I didn't didn't see the calls, so we just uh, we just messed up. That's my. I'll, I'll take the the hit for that. But I'm sorry you had to wait. That's all right. It's it's uh, we just having a good day. Yeah, I'm glad oh, you're having a good day. Well, you know, uh, we're going to try to make it a good year to get to our 50th. That's right. Steve, I'm looking here at Red Skelton's tips for a happy marriage. 
He said, I keep taking my wife everywhere, but she keeps finding her way back. <laughs> 20, that, that's unlike you. <laughs> 20, uh, we got about 20 seconds, but uh, no. Well, I guess, my, Melissa's in my 48th this year, uh, 23, yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, it was Linda, Linda and I's the 39th, the 22nd. Wow. Good gracious. All right, well, Steve. Steve, we got to go. You can hang on if you want to, but we got to no, go. No, we, we got some errands we need to All do. All right. Well, Happy New Year, my friend. All right. We'll be back. Thank you.